Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master AJ. Uh, joined today for this intro uh, by a voice that, uh, well, not even long-time listeners, short-time listeners as well, <laughs> should recognise. It's Eden. He's with us today. Hello, hello. Yes. How's it going? I mean, I've been there since day one, so at this yeah. point, I think that if there's anybody else aside from you that's kind of like the, the regular, I'm it. Yeah, I mean, I just meant like even if people only tuned into the last episode, they would recognize you. That's all. <laughs> um, you're joining me today because this is our first episode post Dragon Meet 2023, and uh, yeah, this was your this was your first time attending. Indeed, yeah. No, it was looking a bit touch and go. I think because I'm constantly broke, but mercifully, <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh about that. That was a, that was more like <laughs> <laughs> eh, I try and play it off with a certain amount of humor as best I can. But yeah, no, had the offer to to go up and stay with a uh, couple of listeners and now friends, I suppose, at this point. Um, and yeah, we had a really good laugh. I mean, it's hard to know where to start. I mean, should we? do we just go from the train ride and just oh, yeah. give a quick oh, yeah, rundown yeah, be... of how it went? <laughs> well, some listeners may know that every year I, uh, I film a vlog. Um, well, at least I try and do it every year. I didn't do one last year because I just forgot. Um but yeah, I mean, we could sort of, sort of go through the vlog. I mean, or, or or we can have this conversation, and eagle-eyed listeners can then watch through the vlog and see what we're talking about. I guess. Um, well, there's bits that aren't in the video, really. That's like, true. Yeah. The, the train being horrendously packed, and you having to stand for like 25 minutes before a seat finally became clear. Yeah, that wasn't the best start, to be honest. <laughs> That's it. It was. It was looking very much like it was going to be a horribly stressful day that turned out to be a stressful half an hour. And, yeah. Um, could actually sit down and relax for a while. It does seem like every year there's some kind of travel chaos. Last year it was like all um, trains cancelled and everything, and I ended up having to get a taxi, like to like a seventy pound taxi to Southampton to join a train, and then got refunded by the train company, thankfully. But it was like it was like complete chaos. And then this year it was just like, what have they done? They've cancelled the train before us and cut our train down from ten carriages to five. Oh boy, this is going to go well. <laughs> yep, double the amount of passengers, half the amount of space. Yeah. Always a good time. But I, but I mean, it in, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. We, we managed to get a seat together, and um, eventually, which which was good. And uh, yeah, it was just, other than other than the, the sort of the stress of like people hovering over us was not too bad of a trip to London. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, no crying babies. Yeah, <laughs> it was a smelly man, but that's just part of the course. Yeah, I mean, like you just got to take what you get on the train. I think. <laughs> a smelly man who cracks a can open is just that you're on a train. Of course, there's that. I mean, yeah, it's midday. I mean, it wouldn't be a train trip without somebody <laughs> just being, you know, being like, oh, it's five o'clock somewhere." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, got there and then finally got to meet a bunch of people. Got to see folks from Penance and. Who, who was there then? Barry, Pete, Dragon, Greg, Jeff, Klepto. It was Rowan. a big, big get together, wasn't it? Like, I mean, am it, I missing anybody? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've missed anybody there. No, but I mean, it was this was kind of you know your first time, sort of getting up and meeting people that we talk to basically every day. You know, that's it. These are people I've spoken to for what, like five five years plus at this point, probably for some. Yeah, and yeah, finally face to face. As much as we spoken on mic and been on camera and everything. It's a different thing when you finally get to sit in each other's presence and have a proper catch-up and yes, yeah. drinks and fun times. I think that's probably my favourite thing in general about the convention is like, as much as I love, you know, meeting 
people who might be listeners of the show or you know meeting people who might become listeners of the show uh, hello if you met us at the con by the way and this is potentially your first episode um, but I do hope that at least a few of the people that we've laid the pitch on are, are hearing this right now and are like, oh, yes, I remember talking Those guys, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fingers hopefully, Because yeah. <laughs> I, I put some effort in. I think we both did. Yeah. Like, I, I held the fort for a little while while you went off and watched the live show. Yeah, if, that, if that's the case, let us know. I would say in the comments, but I guess like, send us a... Whatever your social media account of choice is, send us a thing being like, hey, that was me. I am one of the people... Or, or join our Discord and send us it on there. Either way, yeah, yeah. There's lots of ways. What was I saying? Yeah. So as much as like I love you know meeting you know listeners and potential listeners, um, getting it, being able to sort of hang out with like other uh, our friends who are also podcasters is great for me. Like that's kind of a highlight of the year, sort of thing. Just being able to Absolutely. be like, hey, these are you know, you know as I say, we we talk to the penance folks pretty much every day, and you know finally being able to be like hey we're, we're not separated by hundreds of miles and the price of a train ticket now we are all in the same place you know it's it's yeah it's fun it's a rare thing you know and obviously our friends from other podcasts as well it's great you know most of them i pretty much only see at the convention as well so good to be able to sort of catch up and be like hey here we are again yeah <laughs> yeah it was good to meet a bunch of folks i had a bunch of long conversations with everybody around the the podcast zone about what everybody does and what have you and yeah mm. yeah we've all got our own community. sort of flavor haven't we so it's good to be able to sort of see what other people what other people's take on this kind of podcast is i guess oh absolutely i will apologize at this point um if i, I, I don't really know if this is coming through in the recording but there's quite a lot of construction noise happening outside but this is a this is a slightly more off the cuff intro than normal um so hopefully listeners will forgive us for any uh, any audio glitches as soon as I say that, the noise lowers slightly. <laughs> of course, such law in action. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Where were we? Um, but yeah, the convention itself. I mean, I, on the day of the convention, obviously we we kind of did the whole hanging out thing the, the evening before, and it, there was some games played and a couple of drinks had here and there, and that. Mm -hmm. But what, what was your sort of impressions of the like the convention itself the, 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 in the day of the con? Um, it, it was well run and like. And a good place to be, just generally speaking, for nerdy folks. I mean, obviously, I spent a decent amount of time at the table with you. Yeah. But when I did get around the convention floor, I mean, there was I was broke, so I didn't. Yeah. It was mostly <laughs> looking around and window shopping and being like, "Okay, there's a hell of a lot of nice things here. Tons of nice dice and fascinating games and lots of things going on." But that that was as much as I could really kind of take from that side of things. That, that's the, pretty uh, much my that that's how I go into it these days. I'm like, well, if I picked up everything I wanted, I you know one I'd have to carry it all home, but two like I would not have money for like Christmas and things and rent. Yeah, and yeah, you know, basic necessities. So, you can buy a board game or eat. Yeah, so I kind <laughs> I of look I'll at eat. it as like you say, <laughs> window shopping as like okay, well here's some stuff that I might want to get at some point, whether that's like next year at the con or whether like I just kind of make a mental note of it and go like maybe when I next get paid, I will pick up that game that looked interesting mm -hmm. or something. But um, yeah, one one year I bought the Alien RPG which was great and we yeah, obviously we played it on the podcast but then i was like oh i actually only have like a small rucksack with me for this weekend <laughs> so, <laughs> so getting it home with the remains of like all of our uh, flyers and everything i was just like awkwardly like ah uh, carrying <laughs> carrying too much stuff home so that's that's a big consideration for me it's just like i want to be carrying home less than i take up um, yeah totally 
it'd be fine if it was just my rucksack, but then we we got our like roller banner and everything, and it's like, ah, oh, you know, this I'm already not got all my hands free, sort of thing. <laughs> and then, oh, I know what you mean entirely, yeah. and then especially where the train was so packed, we didn't want to be more packed in. No, that's true, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's, I say, it's always interesting just to sort of see what's out there because I think a lot of the time, you know, you sort of see Kickstarters and things in passing online and, you know, a lot of people are great at, you know, sort of sharing stuff that looks cool. But being able mm-hmm. to sort of see it all laid out and like, oh, this this small games company that is, you know, pretty much the games company is the two people on the, on the uh, you know, on the stall, you know, yeah. putting forward this game that you maybe have seen the artwork for in passing and be like, oh, that actually does look really good and stuff like that and just being able to sort of have a bit of a wander around there's some bigger companies there as well obviously Holcon is sort of run by Modifius but then you know you've got Cubicle 7 there we play you know, they do Warhammer Fantasy and uh, yeah loads of uh, loads of stuff to see there it's, it's a lot of fun totally and yeah hopefully like I, uh, next year I intend to hopefully have some money and get back up there and see some live shows next time because I missed out on that kind of part although I did involve myself with a few things so yeah you got to play in um, this year's uh, game of Jason Statham's Big Vacation didn't you Indeed, yeah, that was D twenty Future Show. Yeah, yeah, I, I I was lucky enough to play in last year's one of that. So this is completing the set there. I think. <laughs> yeah, that that was a good laugh. I'm I'm curious to hear back on that one because it it was ultimately like we kind of inadvertently took over because it was it was me, Bellry, Jeff, and Klepto. Like that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> with that with that combination and i don't think the guy running it kind of understood that it was like oh you're sitting down with like a, a group that all knows each other and and will do weird things and be completely fine with that and I, there were moments <laughs> where I, I couldn't really read him because i didn't know him very well but there was a look in his eyes of like what's happening right now that <laughs> was kind of familiar and reassuring <laughs> yeah i mean look, i'm sure everybody had a good time and that's that's it at the end of the day. Yeah. Richard's a great guy. Like I say, we've we've had um we, we, I've known him there for oh at least the last four um Dragon Meets. I can't remember I lose track of how many we've been to, let alone how many other people have been to. Um <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of fun playing the game and I think I sort of pitched it to you beforehand that Richard was looking for players, so it was sort of yeah, glad you got to play in that. But yeah, next year I I, w- I wanna go to more live shows and things next year as well, because I, I I did get to go see the DMs book club um slash what are my rollings they did like a kind of um i guess like a sort of mini advice show mm-hmm. sort of partially in character of like um you know some fantasy creatures in world writing into like an agony aunt thing but partly of just like if a player at my table is doing this what do i do and that was a fun fun show that that smaller um that those live show rooms were very warm as well <laughs> i was just like that was like i could feel it in the back of my head of like oh this is like if I wasn't trying to like be supporting my friends, this is exactly the right temperature for me to just doze off right now, which was not the thought to be having. Because <laughs> I'm like, it was a fun show and I, I really enjoyed it, but I'm just sat there in the back going like, my sleeping pattern is all over the place and I'm tired as hell. And this is a warm, nice room. It, it was a long day, in fairness. It was a long day, yeah. I didn't fall asleep. I was like, yeah, no, I, like straight up, I did not fall asleep. It was a fun show. I really enjoyed it. That was the one I got to go to, and it was like just that different in temperature from where we were sat at the table. That my body went, ah, mm-hmm. oh, this is, ah, oh, this is a quiet room with a comfortable, comfortable, warm <laughs> air. Plus, <laughs> you didn't have to be in that mode where you're trying to catch the eyes of people walking past and gauge within like five seconds of like, are they interested? Shall I start a pitch? Do I mm. get their attention? 
because <laughs> that's that's a like tiring process. Yeah, and you very. I, I, find, I don't mean personally. I, I you know quite quickly get used to like knowing who's gonna be like interested and in listen to the pitch, sort of mm-hmm. thing, uh, and who's just gonna be like they give you a nod and walk off without taking anything. And some people just be like, yeah, give me the flyer and that. So oh yeah, no, fascinating seeing the the complete yeah the complete range opposites, as you say yeah. like. It was, it was nice doing the pictures to the ones that wanted to hear him, but there's some part of me that wants to like grab the ones that were really rude and just be like, you can just say no thank you. You don't have to like grumble and shake your <laughs> head and do all these weird kind of like passive-aggressive things. Oh, you got a bad look. <laughs> no. I didn't know anybody who was really like that when I was sort of manning out a little oh, bit. I got like three or four of them. I don't uh, know if it was maybe that I came a bit strong with the like big smile and were like, hey, let me tell you about something. And they were just like, no. And full showman sort of thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm like when I turn it on a bit and it's sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah bit much for one or two. Yeah, it's fine. It takes all cameras that I can imagine. That's what I like about it. You know, it's a good sort of cross section of the community sort of thing. And then, as we said, hopefully uh, a couple of people have tuned in off the, off the back of that. If not, we had a fun time. That, that, that's always my takeaway. Well, if, if, if not, then we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> as I say, leave us a, leave us a note somewhere. <laughs> Just even if it's just you turn up next year and be like, I did listen. Okay. <laughs> that would amuse me quite a lot if somebody just passed by the table and just looked either you or I, whoever's there in the eye, and just went, I listened, and then just walk off. Nothing more. <laughs> I don't know if the mystery there would be like I think my mind would immediately jump to like, oh, that's like a damning indictment that all they were like it would like they're like, I listened and I have nothing to say to you. Like <laughs> sort of <laughs> they, <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah, that would be quite funny though. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, we've, we've been rambling for fifteen odd minutes on this. So any closing thoughts? I guess before we we dive into today's uh, today's new episode. Well, uh, it was it was a fun time. I'm hopefully going to be there again in the future, and yeah. hopefully, if we've got some new listeners, you're going to enjoy what we're doing. And yeah, go back and listen to some old stuff if you this doesn't grab you. D and D, then we got Star Trek and all the rest of the various things. So yeah. Continuing the pitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> the well, pitch there was some ends. there was some rumblings in our chat the other night of potentially if we get Mark and Amy now next year of maybe doing some kind of frontier live thing, but who knows? That's a year away. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a long ways in the future at this point. But uh, it, maybe that's just that. Maybe I'm only saying that to just kind of pique the interest of people. Who knows? But. Um, yeah, it was a fun weekend. I always have a fun time, and I'm glad you had a good time as well. Because I say it's it's been a few years without you making it uh, making it to the con with me. So, uh, yeah, um, good Indeed. good stuff. Um, just thinking, should we bother recapping the last episode, or should we dive straight in? I guess we should do a vague recap. Um, I'll, I'll let you take the lead. Yeah. Well, last time, well, the last two episodes, we we met our new party uh, of uh, Kirik, uh, Puga, and Miri, um, who very quickly sort of became embroiled in some kind of incident in the forest. There was a a, a sighting of a cart uh, traveling at breakneck speed in the middle of the night in the dead of winter. Uh, and then you came across a sort of dreadful scene where there was uh, dead bodies in a clearing, and uh, you found one survivor who you sort of healed um, before being attacked by some kind of creature which sort of broke its way out of a, of a tree. And um, I must say, the three of you put a pretty quick beat down on this creature. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we sort of left off with uh, our party heading towards the lights of uh, the small town of Colton's March. 
uh, getting back on the road and uh, trying to get their survivor that they found uh, to some kind of healer, I think, was was pretty much where we left off last time. I think so. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Thanks for, thanks for joining me for this intro, Eden. And... Um, yeah, everybody else, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's, oh, I should say, yeah, this is actually going to be our last one of 2023. Um, we are going to be taking our next uh, release date uh, off as it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. And look, i got to take a break somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back uh, in four weeks' time after this one. That'll be uh, Thursday, uh, January 11th with the next chapter of this one. Um, it, it, if the release date hadn't fallen on the 28th, I, it, we probably would have had a second one this month. But um, yeah, it's just like one of those weeks where it's just like everything is up in the air and manic with work and things changing and look and you know i don't want to say there'll be an episode and then disappoint people this one had already been pushed back two weeks so yeah anyway what a weird note to end the intro on um <laughs> uh we'll see you all uh see see well we'll see you all after the theme song i guess how do i podcast enjoy the episode everybody <laughs> Okay, so with the growing light of the morning uh, beginning to spread across the horizon, uh, silhouetting the trees of the forest all around you, uh, the three of you find yourselves back on the King's Road, headed towards the small town of Colton's March once again, uh, with your makeshift uh, stretcher slash sledge (laughs) uh, construction in tow. Uh, Its passenger, still very much unconscious, as you begin to make your way towards the lights of the town, uh, just about visible on the horizon, still lighting the kind of low cloud with uh, with an overnight sort of glow. Uh, so, w- with all that in mind, uh, who's doing what? Um, who's taking point? Um, who's pulling the sledge? Uh, wh- what does the party look like right now? I guess <laughs> I guess I'm asking. Um, I think Booger's probably the the most built and physically capable, so it'd be reasonable for him to be the one dragging everything. Yeah, okay. Mary will be taking point, just sort of, like, ranging ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think Kyrick would be in the back, making sure that we weren't being tracked by anything else. Okay, Uh, can I get, like, a perception check from you then, uh, Kyrick? Yeah. Uh, It's a 13. 13. Nice. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 13. You don't really notice anything more out of place. I mean, it was quite an odd occurrence with this um, creature sort of clawing its way up out of the tree. There's nothing sort of in that kind of <laughs> vein that you notice. In fact, everything sort of almost seems like you would expect in a sort of winter morning. Really, you, There's not a lot of bird song at this time of year, but, you know, there's a few sort of tweets here and there. And, uh, yeah, there's not really anything that seems out of place. Again, it's quite quiet on the road, even though this is a sort of main thoroughfare heading north-south. But there's no sign of any other travellers on the road from what you can see. It all seems quiet and calm. I think Booger's going to be just focused mostly on just dragging this thing forward. Uh-huh. Taking big, heavy steps, dragging it as he goes. Okay, so are you, are you trying to set, like, a pace, or are you, you know... 
Yeah, just trudging because it's it's cold out here, right? It is cold, yeah. So there's a certain amount of like just keep moving and stay warm by keeping on moving. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just remembered you don't have the most uh, <laughs> um, winter prepared clothes. <laughs> no, no doublets don't really do much for no. uh, keeping the wind out. <laughs> you could wear that blanket as a cloak, I suppose. Yes, I, I think that was part of... It, it was established during last time that, yeah, when we got up, he did wrap the, the blanket around his neck and sort of tied a makeshift cloak, but that only does so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, as I said, the, the, the town is kind of in sight as, you, as you're heading um, along, along the, uh, the road, and it's probably... I want to say fr from where you started, it's probably a half hour, 40 minute walk to get to the outskirts of the town. You were, you know, you were pretty close to the, the, the town when you, when you had your, your combat. But uh, yeah, along the way, the, the road kind of comes out of the, the tree cover. And um, here, the things are a little bit tougher going because the, the snow has had a, a little bit more of a chance to settle. But the road is still clear. And uh, yeah, as I say, half an hour, 45 minutes or so passes and uh, you reach these sort of outlying buildings of the small town of Colton's March, which was your destination before the um, before the incident of the previous night. So yeah, what are, what are you looking for to begin with? Are you, what's, um, what's your first thought upon entering the village? Oh, well, I think we should probably find some um, help for this woman uh, because, you know, uh, I was able to help her a little bit, but uh, she could probably use some more help. So, mm -hmm. yes, there's there's a good chance she's freezing down there. I I, I know I'm certainly starting starting to feel the chill in my bones. Um, is, is there an inn or anything looking around the town square? Presuming that that's where we are. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you haven't quite made it to the town square yet, but even just on this kind of outskirts, you do notice uh, there is just a short distance up the road from where you are a, a fairly I want to say fairly large uh, inn looking building um, there's, it's it's not really sort of lit up too much, you know, it's quite early in the morning now, I guess we could say it's probably about ooh, if, if I said the sky was lightening the sky in a winter, it's probably coming up to 6 o'clock in the morning but uh, there, there, you can see there are some, some lights twinkling on the ground floor uh, through, through some of the windows um, there is a sign hanging um, so, you know, one of those kind of hanging swinging signs on the side of the building um that it says as you get closer the rolling wheel well, this looks like the place i think we'd better get in and hope that they're awake at the very least we can get in and get the cold off of us well if they're cooking i mean they should be up mary will walk in sort of ahead of everyone else just because she's a cat cats do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's quite a heavy door. I mean, this is a it's a sort of two story uh, building here, um, wood timber frame construction and that. But it is you know it's a sturdy looking building. Um, looks to be quite large. I mean, the, you would know. I'll, I'll give you this for free because this was sort of your destination anyway. This this town is quite a. Um, it's not huge. There's probably about five hundred people live in the town, but being situated on a sort of junction of the King's Road and uh, another road that heads up uh, the Windward Peninsula, um, it actually gets quite a lot of through traffic. So um, I want. I don't want to say tourist industry, but there's a lot. You know, th this inn is clearly getting a lot of business coming through. You know, travelers stopping off and things like that. So, um, for such a small town, it's quite, it's quite a, a decent size inn. As you push open the door, it, it, first you think, oh, you know, is it is it closed? Because it takes a little bit of 
effort but it turns out it's just a little bit of ice on the door and you sort of clatter your way through finding yourselves in a, a fairly large kind of main sort of downstairs tap room not a particularly high ceiling in here uh i guess not a problem for uh for miri but um I would say, yeah, Booga and uh, Kerry could probably have to sort of duck your heads just a little bit as you come in. Um, it's still, it's not uncomfortable, but it's, it's you're definitely feeling like, oh, you, I'm near the ceiling here. <laughs> um, as you as you enter, there's a, there's a tiefling um, who sort of it seems to be stacking things behind the bar, and he looks to be mid to late forties. He looks up as you as you as you enter. Oh, uh, a morning. Huh. We're expecting uh, anybody this early. Oh, hi. We were we were um we were gonna along the road and we were just coming to uh, see uh, you know the inn and stuff and uh, we found this person and we're just gonna point like just <laughs> very little preamble just point to the person and the yeah I'm assuming that Buga uh, pulled her in to the room. Oh yes. Yeah, I was I was kind of imagining like he looks up as as, as Miri comes in, and then uh, as you're saying this, Puga sort of just drags this sledge in through the front door. Was sort of what <laughs> I was picturing. Um, I mean, if that's not the case, let me know. But <laughs> yeah, no, no, that that, that fits perfectly. Yeah, the person. Oh, oh God, yeah. God's gonna help. He, he turns to there's a there's sort of small doorway behind him into the back area. He, he um says, Elia, Elia, we need help. Come. And a half elf. Um, again, tough to tough to gauge the age with uh, with half elves a little bit, but um, looks to be in early twenties. Uh, female um, comes running out from from the back, um, and uh, the pair of them come over to uh, to where you are. This this girl here is hurt. Do you have any capacity with healing? None of us are really up to scratch on that front. Hmm. Uh, not myself. We can. Uh, we could send word up to one of the the priests up in there. The, there's a shrine up there in the, in the center of town, but I mean, we can, we can get it warm. That's probably a good start. Um, bring over here to the fire. There's a this sort of fireplace which looks to have been recently cleaned out and has been started up again. Um, so it doesn't look like it's sort of been burning too long, but it's definitely it's definitely warm in here, especially compared to outside. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you, you're getting the feeling that you've sort of come in here as they were sort of resetting for the day. Maybe it doesn't really ever fully close, but like this is the, you know, sort of okay, the, the best chance for us to clean up and <laughs> get things, get things going again. But you, you've gotten here just in time for the fire to have, have at least been lit and that, and uh, yeah, you're able to you sort of lead you over to the in front of the fireplace. Okay, um, Booga's going to lay the stretcher then, or the makeshift stretcher, kind of out in front of the fireplace so she can catch as much of the warmth as possible. Then mm-hmm. uh, look over to them and say. Um, you said there were local priests. Um, you said taking word to them would be the the move. But do you think one of us should go, or all of us? This girl, she, we we don't want to lose her. Uh, you know, I'll send Ilya. Ilya, he turns to the half actually. Uh, go get Priestess Arla. She'll uh, she's probably the best this time of morning. The the half elf sort of nods her head and grabs a cloak off of a rack and uh, heads out the front door. At this point, you notice they're, they're, these two weren't alone in the bar. There is a, a quite—I mean, looking at him, I guess. Get an, can I get an insight check from anybody who wants to have sort of noticed? There, there's another. There's another human in the bar. Can I? Can I get an insight check? Is what I'm saying. Okay, ok. 
Okay, these sure. dice are. I need to swap them out. Misbehaving. Mirror mirror rolls an eight, an so eight. Okay. that's that's pretty on brand. For I her. yeah, Kirik had a six, so I think he's probably a little bit flustered. Yeah. So we'll chalk that up to that. Yeah, and, and I got a nine. A nine. Okay. Uh, I mean. The, the, I guess the three of you, you just sort of notice this guy. He looks a little bit sway. Um, I, I, I can't really... <laughs> I can't really sort of go much in depth on that, but there's a guy there with sort of greasy-looking hair and stuff and a little bit of a tired look on his face. We are the most insightful party ever. Yeah. He's just kind of propped at a table, and he hasn't really said anything. He's just kind of watching the whole thing go down. It looks a bit, a bit, little bit older, sort of early, early 60s maybe. Okay. I think Booga regards him for a brief moment and quickly looks over him, just thinking, oh, it must be one of the local drunks. <laughs> I mean, that's not inaccurate. <laughs> I think um, Miri is just going to, you know, self-absorbed cat, so she's she's at the fire making herself warm, and then she notices that there's another person in the room. Mm-hmm. So she's actually going to go over to him and be like, did you, did you see what we... Hi, hi, friend. Hi, friend. Did, did you see what we did? Uh... Yeah. He just kind of sort of he's just kind of looking at you for a few seconds. You get the feeling is it's almost like he's sort of trying to focus on what has just popped up in front of him. You're a big cat. I am. I am a big cat. I like to I like to uh bat yarn around and play with fish and uh yeah. Yeah. But you sir. I- I'm not a big cat. I- I'm a I'm a uh, I, I'm a well-respected member of this this community. Isn't that isn't that right, Hamish? The tiefling just sort of looks at us. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, sh- sure thing, Croaky. Yeah, what you what you uh, what you what you were eating or drinking there? Oh, it's, this is this is what is this? This is beer. And he t- just sort of downs the rest of his drink. Okay, I was going to ask if it was on the table because I was 100% going to knock it off onto the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it wasn't, it was kind of in his hand. Um, okay. Yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. Uh, Mira's going to be like, oh, well, uh, yeah, uh, uh, that sounds that sounds good. Uh, food, maybe. Food, maybe. That sounds good. Um, can I can I get some can I get some food or or something something drink? She says to the tiefling. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, are you okay watching, watching us, uh, watching the uh, patient? I guess <laughs> I, can, I can sort you something out. What was yeah, everybody? We're good. Uh, what, what does anybody want? A bowl of something warm. Um, I'm not quite sure what you have, but oatmeal will do fine for me. Oh, we, we've got a pot on the go at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, Glorious. Eat. Sort of looks around to uh, Kerrick as well and. Oh, you you don't have to go out of your way for me. I, I'll just have some porridge. Is that porridge? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no problem. Uh, for for you, uh, Miss, he turns to back to you, Mary. Oh yeah, um, porridge sounds great, and and maybe like some water, a little bit of water. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. He disappears out into the kitchen. Um, gone gone a couple of minutes. He sort of returns with them um, three bowls of uh, oatmeal and porridge. On a, on a tray and um, sort of puts it on a table near to near to the fireplace for you. Um, sort of 
bustles off again and comes back with a with a water for you and he's oh I didn't ask her what waters all around or something else yes it's a bit early in the day for anything stronger than water for me the drunk at the other table goes not for me but uh, uh, Hamish is getting a little dry over here can I get another of the stout please <laughs> sort of cast an eye on um, on the drunk and says, okay druggy okay, yeah. all right um gets you your water and is sort of oh, <laughs> pouring a pint kind of reluctantly I would say for the the other guy and uh, sort of just puts it in front of him and takes away his other one Miri is very tempted by the glasses on the table or the steins on the table I, I assume they're like yeah uh, it's a sort of tankard type thing mm-hmm. but she's more happy to eat her food right now mm. yeah well, anybody um, doing anything in regards to the uh, the unconscious woman while you well, while you're in here, just sort of just generally kind of attending, I'm making sure she's breathing and com- like at a comfortable distance from the fire, and just making sure that she's kind of as as rested as possible before yeah. whoever rolls up does and hopefully helps. Yeah, that, that's no no trouble at all. Yeah, you're able to sort of you, you kind of draped a, a blanket over. I think actually, I can't. I think you said that when you were putting her on the sledge mm-hmm. and um yeah so you you able to sort of adjust that make sure she's she's at least seems comfortable still like as i say still unconscious but um mm-hmm. yeah as far as you can tell uh oh, actually you know what give me a medicine check kind of spoiled it by saying as far as you can tell <laughs> okay i got a six six seems fine <laughs> Obviously unconscious and has still got a big slash across the, the chest that is, you know, sort of the healing word previously had kind of sealed up, but doesn't seem to be dead. Still breathing, <laughs> as far as you can tell. I think Boog is racking his brain about some medical book that he might have half read at some point and, and trying to convince himself that, yeah, she, she seems all right. Yeah, it's kind of escaping you at the moment, though, the, the particular book thing, at least with the six. Mm-hmm. You get you can't remember any details. Like you've read a few books, maybe since that one, and um, n- not of relevant topics, and it's it's all a little bit fuzzy for you. Whether he truly understood it in the first place is I don't know, open to interpretation. That's yes, that's debatable. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I guess we could do an intelligence check, but, but this that would be a retroactive one, I suppose. Deeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're not waiting too long before the, the half-elf, Ilya, returns um, quite quickly, ushering in through the door a, uh, a dwarven, uh, sort of quite well-adorned, um, at least fairly well-adorned cloak um, wearing uh, one, and um, who sort of quickly brushes a bit of snow out of her hair. Right, uh, where, where am I needed? Over here, this, this, this girl here by the fire. Hurries over, hands you her cloak. Oh, um, thank you. And Booga kind of begrudgingly takes it off her and walks over to the hat stand or whatever. In the take, take good care of that. The only one I've got. Certainly. Um, you do know I'm not the help. Well, why are you helping then? Point taken. Enough of this. The girl. <laughs> so she, um, she, she kneels down next to the. Um, as a woman on the stretcher and uh, sort of examining wounds and and such so, that's quite a nasty scrape hmm. closes her eyes for just a second and 
places hands on, on the on the wound and um you can hear a sort of muttering under her breath and there's a brief sort of quite i mean it's tough to sort of see because you're already in front of the fire but a, a kind of warming sort of aura seems to um emanate for a moment from the uh, the priestess and um i mean how close are you looking are you uh, sort of hovering or just leaving her to it um, Booger's certainly observing. Okay, so as you observe the uh, the wound that you sort of helps close up, like fully sort of seems to just fade away. The uh, the priestess sort of continues muttering for a second and says, oh, "Hopefully uh, that should do the trick." What happened to her? Oh, we we just um, uh, I, we don't know exactly what happened. We just found her uh, and on the side of the road and um. It looked like some carriage had driven away, so I don't know. Bandits? Hmm. There was also some sort of creature. It's disgusting, actually. Creature? Hmm. We don't get too much in these parts. It's too busy. What did it look like? I don't know. Like a, like a creature? A little bit. It's sort of like a tree, uh, a little bit. Hmm. Odd. Well, no matter. She's safe now. Mm-hmm. Was she? She the only one there? Or what? Well, there were there were two other uh, dead bodies. Oh, that's not good at all. Hmm. Yeah, but we figured we figured since this one was breathing, we should probably bring her back. That's a, that's good thinking. Yes. Um. At this point, um. She sort of stands up and uh, turns to the um, the barman and says, uh, "I'll have a hmm, a glass of uh, a glass of wine, if you please, Hamish." He doesn't really tend. To, he doesn't. He sort of. He just nods straight away. He's, he's not like hesitating like he like he did with the the drunk. <laughs> he returns mm-hmm. with a, a glass of wine. That's a. Uh, there you go. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for your help. As well, I'm anytime I'm needed, as you know. She sits down at the table with you, sort of gestures to the the patient. Says, uh, well, all we can do now is wait. I've done all I can. Um, I don't mean to be improper, but uh, we don't actually know this girl. And, well, will you be able to take care of her here? Is there somebody, that, or yourself, or someone else that will be able to take her in until she recovers? Uh, the uh, the barman says, well, we can... Uh, we've definitely got some rooms. We can... Uh, Put her up in one of those if uh, if needed. Oh, well, that's all right then. Actually, do do we need do we need rooms? I think I think we need a room too, or or a couple of rooms or something. Oh, we we can do that for you. Yeah, uh, no trouble. It's a bit quiet this time of year as it is. So appreciate the custom. A few minutes go by, and um, you're sort of, I guess, I mean, you sort of chatting away. I guess is would it be. <laughs> Or is, it, or is this like a sitting in silence sort of? Oh no, but Booga will carouse a little bit and try try and be charismatic as best he can. Try and ingratiate with the. Uh, this seems to be the local authority, I guess, or at least that's what he's interpreting it as. Um. Well, you haven't got anything else to go on at this point. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. The priestess actually says so. So, so what's your what's your story? What brings you through here? Well, we've uh, we've actually heard rumor of. A theft that took place quite recently, and well, we're we're here to try and find out what's happening. 
and try and recover the items if best, if, if possible. Sort of looks up at Hamish. I haven't heard of any theft, have you, Hamish? Hamish, Hamish the bartender, just sort of shakes his head. Not that I've heard of. Hmm. Oh, well, I suppose you won't be any help in our investigation then. He looks around at the rest of the table. Um, what do you think, everyone? Where, where best to go today? Now that this girl is safe. Uh, this is out of character. Uh, we were just coming here, right? Yeah, I think the uh, <laughs> this might be a booger decided its own quest here sort of thing <laughs> I think you'd, you'd, you'd heard rumours of uh, a theft in Duskwick which is quite some distance away from here um, uh, I'm okay. just kind of filling in like his recent events you know it's probably fine if that's what Booger's decided he wants to investigate but it's not this town um, mm -hmm. that's worth checking for a lead in, in general you were all just kind of heading in a southerly direction and this is on the main road basically yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Miri is um, happy to go along with whatever. I mean, Miri's got nothing to do. She's kind of bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, she'll just, I guess, if Buga, if Buga look, sounds like he has a way that he wants to go, then Miri's like, okay, let's go. Okay. And how about Carrick? Mm -hmm. So the, the the attack is like not sitting. Still like great within Kirik's soul he's like sitting there kind of pondering it do uh, do you often get attacks here or is this sort of new well not saying um, not saying the roads are 100% safe around here but we're you know we're, we're quite a uh, usually well through most of the year we're quite a busy busy stretch of the uh, the king's road here so uh the, the the watch keeps a good uh, good eye on the surrounding countryside and uh, yeah haven't really heard of um, anything of this nature especially with uh, you know, as you say other other people killed and strange creatures abroad hmm this is un this is unusual well I mean uh, we might as well like stick around until uh, she wakes up because uh, I'd like to hear you know I'm just curious curious but what she was doing on the road and um if that you know remember the remember the cart and this at this i will look to buga and Kirik. do you remember the, the seeing the seeing the carriage run by in the middle of the night uh so uh, you know just just see if we can figure out what that was about mm -hmm. well as you mentioned it um, turning back to the bartend and the, uh, the priest. Uh, did anybody come barreling through here on a carriage in the last day or so? Not that I can remember, no. Hmm. We don't really keep too much of a track of people heading through the town. Uh, there's, uh, there's always a little bit of traffic. Okay. Well, it seems that, yes, we've got no choice but to wait for this girl to wake up and hopefully shed some light on the whole situation. This this porch is really good. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be happy to stay for a while. Uh, and and she looks uh, adoringly toward Hamish, <laughs> like good Porsche. He gave he gave her the food. <laughs> mm -hmm. <Yeah>. You fed the stray. Well, if that's the case, I can sort you out with some rooms then. Uh, um, we go see what we've got available. He sort of shuffles off. 
he, he, he returns shortly with a, a couple of room keys and um, says, well, well uh, I've, got, I've got one nice one. Um, we can just uh, put this uh, young lady in to hopefully make her more comfortable up there, uh, put her in a proper bed. And uh, there's, uh, well, how, how many how many would you you three like? Sharing or individual? Um, uh, I, I think we've the funds to uh, get individual rooms. No offense or anything. Yeah, having my, my own room would be really, really cool. Mary is, is very used to being, like, with a bunch of other people on a ship. Hmm. <laughs> so having her own room is kind of like a uh, like a novelty to her. Yeah, it's luxury. <laughs> I think over the last, I, I would say probably week or so as well, this would be maybe the first chance to have your own space as well, because uh, prior to your journey, you were all kind of cooped up together, snowed into a pub and mm-hmm. na- then on the road sort of travelled together and I guess <laughs> kind of a little bit kind of huddled around a fire together and things like that um, so yeah, now the opportunity to get a, a private bedroom is probably quite a, a little bit of a novelty <laughs> yeah, fancy <laughs> <laughs> hey Mr. Oh, alright, three, three it is then and um, comes back with uh, more keys and uh, so well uh, if you'll, uh, if you want to help with that stretcher, and uh, we'll, we'll head upstairs. He sort of nods, nods to you, Booger. See, he goes to grab one end of the uh, of the sledge stretcher thing. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it vague in my mind as to what this was, because like, when you were dragging it to the, you know, through, along the road, I was thinking, oh, it's like a sledge type thing. And now, now we're in here. I'm like, if we just left her on a sledge in front of the, in front of the fire, yeah. it's a stretcher now. It's it's morphed into yeah. a stretcher. <laughs> it, it's kind of assembled from sticks and stuff, yeah, if memory yeah. serves. Like, I've got a visual for like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Booger will take the other end and will assist in uh, taking this girl upstairs. Yes, uh, right, if you'll follow me upstairs, uh, I can show you your rooms uh, and uh, sort all the details out later. Somewhat awkwardly, Miri wants to lead the way upstairs, <laughs> although she doesn't actually know the way, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, the staircase is fairly obvious. It's sort of a, a, the one side of the bar, so you can sort of see where um, where he's going. But yeah, obviously, you've not really got any idea <laughs> of the layout upstairs at all or anything. Feel free to lead the way, though. So she's like running ahead a little bit and then looking back expectantly. <laughs> Yeah, so you make it up the stairs, and they're sort of not struggling up the stairs. I mean, with the two of you, it's it's fairly easy to carry up. But I would would say carefully carrying the the stretcher up the stairs, so probably not at speed. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Miri, you find yourself in a fairly long corridor. As I said, this is a pretty large inn, and with it being you know it's a town with a lot of through traffic, there's you know they've clearly built this out to be like we 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 can put up quite a few people at once. Um, so yeah, you find yourself in a corridor which is, is fairly long, seems to be sort of going the length of the building, um, and actually continues round the corner, which you, you can't see round from where you are. Um, yeah, there's a few doors leading off of it, uh, as it as it goes along. Hamish stops in front of the, the nearest door and says, "We'll put her here in room, in room two. This is uh, right quite near the near the chimney breast. She should get a little bit of warmth coming through as well. Not that our other rooms are not warm. I don't want to give that impression, but." Uh, yeah, he sort of he realized what he said and is sort of scrambling to be like, no, 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 you you'll enjoy your stay. <laughs> sure, they're perfectly lovely rooms. Yeah, he uh, he pulls a, gets one of the keys and just uh, opens the door. Have you helped me in here with it? And um, 
it's not not the biggest of rooms um but there's a sort of fairly comfortable looking bed and uh you'd see the let's say the chimney breast going up through the uh through the room there and uh yeah as i say not not huge but comfortable size and uh yeah you're able to help her onto the bed are the cheese in situ uh, what do we do until she's awake is there anything local that we could uh, spend time taking in any local sights and sounds well uh, i mean there's uh yeah it's a town square there's a few merchants and things and it says it's a bit a little bit quiet this time of year uh, I believe the farmers market actually is usually today but it's it being winter it's uh you've uh, you've kind of come to come at the wrong time <laughs> don't think they're holding it this week fair enough well well what do you think everyone should we have a little journey around town see what we can see yeah let's let's explore i i like exploring let's explore yeah, uh, we can just say then. He, he also shows you to, he sort of shows you three rooms. So, oh, yeah, if you want to leave any, any of your belongings, here's the key, and uh, well, enjoy your stay. Mir's gonna walk up and down the hall, just touching every single door, <laughs> like to see if it's open. Okay, uh, I guess can I get an investigation check? <laughs> 18. 18. Uh, most of them seem to be seem to be locked. And they also appear to be made of wood. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that with an 18. <laughs> nice. Nice. Details. So mm -hmm. uh, some nice iron hinges on each of them as well. Quite, seems quite nice um, work has been gone put into construction of the, these doors. This isn't like a sort of... Yeah, we're kind of out in the country here, but there's, there's some good craftsmanship at uh, play here. Yeah. Yeah. Some solid doors. Yeah. These doors are all solid. <laughs> well... That's good to know. All right then. So uh, I guess <laughs> with uh, with accommodation secured and uh, solid solid doors on the accommodation as well, as we found out, um, a place to uh, drop any belongings you want to to want to drop. And uh, with all that in mind, I guess the three of you head out of the rolling wheel uh, back onto the streets of uh, Colton's March to uh, have a bit of a look around. Who knows what you might find. that's going to do it for this episode uh, as I said at the beginning this is our final episode of 2023 uh, we're going to be taking a short break over the holidays uh, but we will be back in four weeks time on Thursday January 11th uh, with the next part of this story so we hope you'll join us for that uh, in the meantime you can head to pretendingwithdice.com for links to all of our social media pages our discord server our ko-fi page our merch store and uh, yeah much much more uh, so yeah for now that's our show we hope you all enjoyed it we'll see you next time